Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous and wonderful, um, what is it, Monday morning? <laughs> I don't even know what day it is. But I hope everybody is doing well and, and uh, slept good last night. And uh, and I hope that you have a wonderful day today and all that good, fun, and groovy stuff. <laughs> so, sorry, I have to get all this sent out to uh, all my various pages and groups. And that way, everybody, make sure everybody is able to... Uh, Join in on the morning devotions, so I apologize for the distraction. Now, if you'll see me, uh, particularly those online here, will see uh, uh, the uh, camera angles are a little weird. I got my websites down here for the church website. I have my Facebook up here, and so it is uh, uh, because where I'm having some camera difficulties for the website, uh, the, my, my setup is a little screwy because I, I I can't normally I have a camera that I put on top of my iPad so I look I can look directly both at the, for the website and the um, uh, Facebook and it's just not uh, uh, I can't I don't have that ability right now so bear with me I'll, I'll try to look back and forth so y'all can see my beautiful face I don't, I don't want you to deprive you all right this that would be uh, I don't want to deprive you of that uh, that beauty you know, in the mornings to see my face, I'd be like, uh, you know, not being able to see the sunrise, you know, so I, I don't, I don't want to, I, I, that would be wrong for me to do that to you. <laughs> so, <laughs> of course, you know, I'm just joking. I'm just kidding. So, I've got a face only a mother could love. So my dad said they used to have to tie a pork chop around my neck just to get the dog to play with me. So it's always strange. Every time Brandy kisses me, she always makes sure the lights are out. She's got a blindfold on. So I don't know, but <laughs> Anyway, let's go ahead and look at God's Word this morning. We're going to look at Second um, Corinthians 5.17. 2 Corinthians 5.17 tells us, Therefore, if any man be, a, be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. So, as my pappy always says, bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. And uh, so, you know, we look at this passage here. It, this, this should be a, a passage that um, we should all be excited about, that we should all be happy. Uh, when we read this, uh, you know, take Mondays, for example. Mondays are generally, as a rule, are a pain in the rear end. <laughs> you know, you're coming off the weekend, uh, you're groggy, you don't want to have to get up early, uh, you're in a bad mood. Usually if something is, uh, uh, you know, everything, every bad thing seems to happen or people are nasty at you, you know, particularly if you work with the public and, you know, Mondays just aren't fun, you know, right? uh, and so uh, uh, it is, uh, it's hard to get motivated. But um, when you have verses like this in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, that should motivate you spiritually. It should motivate you emotionally, and it should uh, uh, change your outlook and understanding uh, in life. For those who are saved, for those who have given their life over to Jesus Christ, our personal Lord and Savior, uh, that gives that um, uh, uh, some real hope. Uh, for us, you know, when we are, uh, when we sin, of course, we all sin, we all mess up, we all uh, do things we wish we wouldn't do or say or, or respond. I know that I, for one, am the, am the master of, um, uh, of screw up, <laughs> and uh, it is, um, it's easy to have guilt. And uh, you feel guilty when you when you sin when you mess up for several reasons. It is uh, one you feel bad if you think you've hurt somebody. 
Two, you feel bad because you know you've messed up. You don't want to disappoint God because we want to please God the Father. We want to serve him. We want to uh, make him happy. And when we mess up, we know that we have screwed up once again, and it makes us feel bad. But we have the ability to ask for forgiveness. Now, you've heard me say this before. The battle doesn't end at forgiveness because even though you are forgiven, the battle continues because the devil wants to get in your head and he wants to say, look what you did. Look how you responded. Look how you messed up. And so it's easy to want to sit there and wring your hand and say, Lord, forgive me. Lord, forgive me. Lord, forgive me. I'm so sorry. Lord, forgive me. Lord, forgive me. And God's like, I have forgiven you. I have let it go. You need to let it go. See, there's that sense of false guilt because uh, you 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 still feel like you have to do something uh, because uh, you messed up. And, uh, and in a sense, you're acting as if you're higher than God to a certain degree because you've been forgiven, but yet you still feel like you have to do something more beyond God's grace uh, for to earn that uh, forgiveness. And so we have to be very careful about that, carrying around that false guilt that we know that we are loved and that we are forgiven. Now, when we understand that, all right, we should, guilt should do a couple of things. It should drive us to repentance. It should drive us to ask for forgiveness. But sometimes guilt can have the opposite effect and drive us away from God. You know, we have to be very careful about it because we continually think that we're not good enough. We continually think that we're being punished. You know, every, when you sin and mess up, all right, it's easy to sit there and say, well, I, um, I messed up, and so uh, uh, my car broke down today, so that's God's way of punishing me. Or I messed up, and I stubbed my toe and broke it, that's God's way of punishing me. Or, you know, that's, that's what we think, because cause and effect. See, that's what we're, we're growing up and, uh, to, to believe and understand. And that uh, when we mess up, you know, we most of us know when we messed up as kids, we're going to get a floss water to the backside, a switch, a belt, or whatever. And uh, because uh, uh, that, uh, uh, that punishment had to be served for the, whatever wrong we committed. So we grow up with that idea. So even though we ask for forgiveness, we sit and think, okay, God's out. You know, we, we have this idea that God's out to get us. And so then we, uh, so when we mess up and ask for forgiveness, we're waiting. And so when something, anything bad happens, see, bad but things happen because we live in a fallen world. It's not because God's out to get you. So we need to get rid of that, uh, that that uh, misunderstanding uh, of of how God react uh, reacts and and um, uh, responds to us. Uh, God's not out to get us. He's not out with a big rubber uh, eraser and oh you're out of the land's book of life and oh you sinner look what you're going to do i'm going to cast lightning bolts down upon you that's not how god works all right god loves you if he didn't love us he would have sent his only son to die for us to show us the way to save us yes there may be consequences to our sin yes there may be uh, you know god uh, may have to uh, uh, punish us to a certain extent to get us back on the right course the right path what that may be is not a, a, a you know we may not know there may be some trials or things we may have to go through that uh, god's trying to get us in the right direction but it's not that god's out there with a heavy switch ready to beat you every time you mess up his grace is sufficient his grace is wonderful he does forgive us we can't take advantage of that but we have to understand we are forgiven we learn from those responses and because out of our love for god that when we mess up we want to strive to do better so that we don't mess up again
All right, that's what, that's what we want to do as Christians. We mess up and we uh, accept and understand God's grace, love, and forgiveness. And so therefore we use that as a way to do better and to go further in our Christian walk and not be held down by our sins of the past. Because as we see here in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, therefore if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. So when we become Christians, we, we accept Jesus Christ as our personal Savior. Uh, we become a new creature in Christ Jesus. We are a new person. We, we become uh, a completely different individual. All those sins, past, present, and future, have been nailed to the cross. And uh, the old ways of looking at things are, and uh, now that we, uh, the things, well, you've heard me say this before, those things that we used to love, we now hate, and the things we used to hate, we now love, and because of that new creation within us, all right, God uh, made us from nothing, and he uh, changed us, and he, uh, you know, there's so many people I've talked to in counseling situations, and I said, you know, so they, they tell me, so I wish I had a new start, I wish I had a new beginning, and through Jesus Christ, you have that new start, you have that new beginning, each day starts anew, you have a new beginning, even as each day comes, but here's the thing, you are completely transformed into another person. And uh, if you've truly given your life over to Jesus Christ, it should be evident in how you think, how you see things, how you perceive things, how you respond, all these things. You abhor and hate sin now. You want to uh, better yourself for Christ Jesus. You want to do the things that please the Father. You want to be kinder. You want to be nicer. You want to do those things that before maybe you you could care less about. Uh, TV shows you used to watch and they were funny. You now watch like, man, this is, you know, this is foul, you know, uh, whatever it may be. Uh, you're a new creature in Christ Jesus. You have a new start. You have a new beginning. So praise God for that, you know? And so we need to take full advantage of, of what God's word is telling us and embrace that, that not only are we a new creature, but those old things, those old ways of looking at things, our old reactions, uh, our old, our past is now forgiven. It is now behind us and all things have become new. So man, you know, Praise God for that. You know, give God the glory that you are a new creation in Christ Jesus. And, you know, I, I think some people, uh, particularly seasoned Christians, I think sometimes that um, we understand that, uh, yes, um, uh, I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. I understand I'm forgiven. Uh, but um, I think sometimes you you get kind of, um, what I'm looking for, not really so much as in a rut, uh, but you kind of come complacent, I guess, is, is where I'm, I'm going at with that. And uh, you kind of sometimes need to be reminded of these things, that you are a new person in Christ Jesus. It's not that you uh, begin to um, uh, age out of <laughs> your new creation. Uh, good morning, Lee. Uh, is that, um, you know, praise God. You know, this is going back to the very thing that we are, that God's grace, God's forgiveness, God's love to help us to endure and to persevere through trials and temptations and sin. And uh, trust me, you know, just because I'm a pastor doesn't mean that I am free from sin. Doesn't mean that I'm free from thinking negative thoughts or thoughts that shouldn't be in my brain or my mind or saying things that I shouldn't, saying hurtful things, saying words I should. It's not that I am free from that at all. You know, I think some pastors out there they 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 want to act like that they're on this uh, way up here uh, spiritual level uh, that uh, you all are are to attain to. Look at me, I am pompous and full of crap <laughs> you know i don't want to be like it you know uh because 
I'm no different than you. God just called me uh, to be a teacher and a preacher of his word. And to this day, I don't understand why, but uh, uh, but for whatever the reason is, uh, I, I, I take my job seriously and I praise God. I love what I do. You know, I absolutely love what I do as a pastor. But um, when I get up to speak, uh, you know, I think sometimes that's why I reveal a little more of myself. And maybe I should. Maybe I tell a little more uh, details about my life or my uh, or my family's life than maybe that I should. Uh, and the reason behind that is, is because I, I feel a certain amount of guilt when I get up to speak uh, in front of the congregation because I don't feel worthy. And on my own, I'm not. On your own, you're not. You know, we're not worthy of, of jack squat, but it's through God's grace that makes us worthy. But uh, but I guess there's a certain amount of guilt because uh, maybe I, that's why I tell a little more uh, about maybe losing my temper or say something I shouldn't. Uh, and, it's, and maybe it's part confession, but part, uh, I don't want to be up there as a hypocrite act, trying to act like I'm something more than I'm not or that I have it all together. I, I'm trying to make you understand that, you know, uh, I'm on this journey with you and that uh, I foul up and I screw up just as much as you do. And, uh, and I just want you to understand that you are forgiven. It's easy to live daily in guilt. It's easy to live daily uh, in conviction. Uh, it's easy because you, uh, your mind never stops thinking. All right? it's, it's always going, even your subconscious. It's, you, know, you try to, it's like last night, I was talking about uh, uh, when it, you were trying to find peace. There is that escape, there that is that evasion, there is that compromise, but your mind never stops thinking. You could try to find peace in certain things. And, and like I was talking about last night, you're always going to have to come back to reality. And, and your mind's always going. And, uh, and so you're always thinking about things you've done in the past, things, the older I get, I mean, I'm thinking about things I've done as a kid, as a teenager, uh, yesterday, you know, whatever it may be. I think of all these things all the time. So it's so easy uh, to, um, uh, Anita Tester said, is it time to do the Monday dance already? <laughs> you don't want to see me dance. You would think I've, I look like Elaine on Seinfeld. But, uh, uh, but it's, uh, so it's easy to live with that, that guilt, uh, every day that, you know, you just feel like a sorry human being. You may not. I mean, you may be like, Hey, I'm forgiven. I'm good. And you go on about your day. But for me, my mind's constantly going at nighttime, trying to sleep. There's the old devil. Look what you said today. Look how you acted today. Look how you treated your wife today. Look how you done this. Look how you done that. I mean, you know, and it goes through my mind and, uh, it, it drives you insane. Uh, if you allow it to, and all you can do is say, Lord, please forgive me. Understand that I'm, a, I'm trying hard as a new creature, a new creation in Christ Jesus. I'm trying hard to be a better person for God, not for anybody else, uh, not for the world's sake, not for people to see, but because of that, that commitment you have given to Jesus Christ, you want to be a better person. You want to learn from those mistakes, and you want to build on that, and you want to do better. You want to strive to have that mind of Christ. We want to strive for spiritual maturity. We never want to stop growing. We want to constantly strive for those things. So that's what I want you to understand, is that you're not alone. Sometimes it's easy to feel like, man, I must be the only one that, that messes up and cusses. I must be the only one that might have looked at something I shouldn't. I must be the only one that's uh, uh, I lost my uh, temper and road rage today. I must be the only one that starts screaming at the, uh, the slow poke uh, uh, in the aisle at Walmart. You know, uh, it, it, I don't know about you all, but I can have road rage at Walmart. Uh, you, you all may not, but I do. And uh, 
and he's like, man, just calm down, just calm down. And I'm just like, just go on, you know, <laughs> what are you doing? So, you know, so uh, I don't know if you can relate to that or not, but uh, I do have road rage uh, with a shopping cart. <laughs> so, but trust me, whatever it is, all right, uh, those there are those are all sinful things, and those are things we have to confess to the Lord, and those are things we have to work on, and we have to try to not to to stay in to say, well, I'm forgiven, and just keeps doing it. No, we need to be like, no, I abhor that, I hate that, I've got to do better and, and rise above it, and because we want to please uh, God the Father. But to understand, you are not alone, Christian brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus. You are not alone in your walk and in your journey as Christians. We that's why stone sharpens stone. See, that's why we 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 work together. And uh, as a pastor, uh, I try to you know I've told you before, uh, and many of you who've, who've known me uh, throughout uh, the course of uh, Facebook history here has um, uh, has. Uh, uh, seen some of the things uh, that I've posted or have said uh, in the in the past and I cringe uh, at some of the things I've said and posted and I've had people say well you don't ever do nothing controversial anymore because it, it, it caused uh, too much uh, pain uh, and it caused a lot of division in the church and and, uh, uh, and hurt a lot of people along the way and um, so that's why I'm, I'm very careful about that and that um, you know I, I was trying to be sincere I was trying to be real but I was going about it in the wrong direction, and uh, my my strive to be uh, myself uh, was uh, was is in the wrong direction, and that's one thing. One thing I try to do is just to try to be myself. I don't want my kids or my wife to be like, man, he acts like a jerk at home, and he acts like holier than thou at the pulpit. I, I don't want to be like that. I, I just want to be uh, humble before God. And I just want people to understand that, uh, you know, uh, we all live with guilt to a certain extent, but we can't allow it to rule us and control us because we are that new creation. We are forgiven. We are loved. And that's why we need to give that over to Christ Jesus. But uh, David Feather says, yes, I can, I can get out of my way. <laughs> And uh, Donna Grace says, uh, good morning, great devotion. Thanks for explaining and being open and honest. I do relate with this. Thank you, Mrs. Grace. I appreciate that, truly do. But um, so we're all in this together. And we are, we are all fallen creatures uh, from the time of Adam. We have that inheritance, that genealogy that has, has cascaded down, that when one man sinned, all have sinned. We're all sinners. But... We're all sinners saved by the grace of God. So if you've given your, your heart to Jesus Christ, understand that. that we uh, uh, There's none righteous, no, not one. There's nobody that's perfect, not a single person. And if you're out there and you're struggling and, uh, and you're staying away from church because of guilt, you're saying, well, I'm not good enough to go to church or uh, you know, I need to clean myself up before I go to church and I have so many things I need to work on before I go to church. Right there, my friends, is a lie from the devil. If you're doing that, you're doing exactly what the devil wants you to do because, he, because you will never reach a point to where you feel you're good enough to go to church and you will never go. Understand, yes, the church is full of hypocrites, full of it, but guess what? That's where we all need to be. Everybody's a hypocrite to a certain extent. I don't care who you are, but uh, that's where we need to be. The church is the hospital for the sin sick, and that's where you need to be so you can get the proper medicine to be that better person, to be able to clean up your heart. You can't do it on your own. It's that transformation through God alone. It's that acceptance, that redemption, that sanctification. It's those things from Jesus Christ that allows us to have, when we have that repentance, that change of mind, to be that new creation in Christ Jesus. 
business. So that's why you need to come to church no matter where you're at in your life because only God can fix those things and get you to where you need to be. So uh, so as you go out and about today, uh, think about these words and uh, hopefully it will find you well and you can use it to build on uh, in your Christian walk. So let's go ahead and have a word of prayer. Then, Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this day, your grace, and your mercy. Lord, help us uh, each and every day uh, to understand uh, your forgiveness, your love, uh, your grace, and your mercy. Help us to learn from our mistakes. Help us to uh, grow as Christians and to uh, uh, do better so we can re avoid those pitfalls and snares that are set before us. And Lord, for someone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God. Forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us. Lead God and watch Lord protect us this day. Lord, be with all of our friends and family. Unspoken prayer concerns. Uh, Lord, we'll lift up a special prayer request for uh, Kim Penix, uh, Thelma Thompson. Uh, Lord, pray you be with Wendy Lee. Uh, pray, Lord Jesus, that you'll be with uh, uh, Verda Campbell her, uh, and uh, Richard Campbell's dad and Verda's sister. Uh, Lord, I pray that you'll be with uh, uh, the prayer concern a friend, friend parent put out there uh, Saturday. Uh, Lord, I pray that you be with those who are dealing with loss, that you give peace and comfort to them. I pray that you be with Troy Ginger Hood, Linda and David Feathers. I pray that you be with Murph, Lord Jesus, uh, Mr. Roger Winters, that you would bring uh, healing upon him. Lord, be with our uh, first responders, our police officers, our nurses and doctors and military. Let them know their love needed and appreciated. Lord, be with our president. Give him peace. Give him protection about him and his family. Give him wisdom and discernment in running our country. And Lord Jesus, I just pray that you will touch the hearts and minds of this nation like never before. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning. Hope everybody has a great day today. And remember, if you want to share these devotions, you can always find me at Dr. Young 77 here on Facebook. If your friends or family don't do uh, Facebook, they can find me on uh, YouTube at Dr. Matthias Young, and they can watch all the devotions just as we're watching them here. And or you can uh, find me on the Dr. Young Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes. Uh, uh, audio only, no video. You can listen to not only the daily devotions, all the sermons and uh, the podcast Brandy and I do on Saturdays at 6. We didn't do one this past Saturday because we're doing some home renovation and we were just quite frankly tuckered out. So Lord willing, we'll try to do that this Saturday. So be sure to check that out. And so I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. <music>